This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it, and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to Anchor. .fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Sex. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. What's up, guys? My name is Seth Studley. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist. Today, we are talking about growing your sexual vocabulary, and I think it's going to be fun. You guys are going to like it. All right, let's dive in. Today's show is brought to you by Faithful Counseling. You guys go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. Get a therapist, get a counselor. You guys, if you haven't talked to someone about your problems, about your past issues, about anxiety, depression, all this stuff, go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. I am a therapist, a licensed therapist. I do therapy. I have gone to therapy. I've done individual counseling. We've done couples counseling. You guys, therapy is around for a reason. It helps. So go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage to get the help that you deserve and that you should get and that the help that you want your spouse to get to sure that also uh you can take a free online quiz when you go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage to check it out all right guys let's grow some things i'm talking about your sexual vocabulary right Yes. I'm not talking about carrots or potatoes or no anything No one listened like that. to that. You reference things that no one knows. I'm Seth talking is about gardening. weird. So, all right, grow your sexual vocabulary. So, Melanie, take it away. What do you mean by this? So, I wanted to do this episode. I think it's very important that couples are talking about sex and intimacy in order to have a fulfilling sex life and intimacy life. Mm-hmm. And the the thing that Seth was just saying, like, you're not talking about carrots and potatoes, which nobody got, was that on an episode on our Patreon... I talked about how having a great sex life is akin to watering and taking care of a garden Mm -hmm. before you harvest it, right? The sex part is like the harvesting part. So when I say harvest a garden, that means when you go outside and pick the things you planted. Yeah. And it takes months, you guys, for certain things to grow. Pumpkins take forever to grow. They don't just like pop up on Halloween. They're growing in the summer, all summer long. And by Halloween, they're giganto and you can pick them. They're ready to go. But all summer long, what did you have to do? The farmer was out there cultivating stuff, right? They were watering. Planning out. They were getting, you know, if there's like a weasel in the farm's garden, they had to get the weasel out. A weasel? They had to weed. They have to water. They have to fertilize. Mm -hmm. So 
again, we have this stupid idea that somehow we can have a wonderful sex life by simply going to the garden and like mm-hmm. pulling up whatever thing we want, although we have not paid attention to it at all right. any other time of the year. And so when I say grow your sexual vocabulary, this is a bigger conversation about how do we actually talk about the things that we want, the things that bring us connection and pleasure, like mm-hmm. Dr. Tina Schirmer-Sellers talks about yes. um, in her work. We've had her on our show a hundred thousand times. She was at our Back to Basics boot camp mm-hmm. this last August. And so how do we begin to actually talk about these things? Because this is where we th- we think, or I think most couples fall short, is they say, I want a better sex life. Well, what does that mean? Well, you know. I don't know. Do it more? Like, oh, you know, I don't want to say it. You don't say it. Right. Right. So how do we begin the process of actually saying the things that we want that would actually bring us connection mm-hmm. and pleasure? And in our own journey, the first time that I actually thought I need to say something about this mm-hmm. was when I just when I mean, we talked about this in another episode on Patreon, too, was like I was burnt out like toast that our kid tough made because all he is is burnt toast. I was like so fried that because we had little kids mm-hmm. when we had when Seth would initiate sex, I was like the last thing I want to do is be touched more right now. Right. And I remember saying to Dr. Corey Allen on season one of the podcast, I was like, I just want relaxation sex. Like, what is that? Mm -hmm. Like, what is he, what even is that? And it was my first attempt at communicating and expanding my sexual vocabulary to be more explicit and clear and uh, like concise Mm -hmm. for what I actually wanted. Now, obviously relaxation sex is not a thing. Like it's not, a term. It that, is a thing. It's a it's the beginning of an idea, and I needed to clarify even more what that means. Okay, so right? let's increase people's vocabulary by literally talking about relaxation sex. So, what does that mean? It's not obligatory sex. It's like oh, great <clears throat> kind of thing. Is there? Okay, so say that you and I, and this is anatomy of sex, so we can talk about anything. Say that me and you... Now, remember, this is free. It is to our know, general audience, so That's you fine. be careful. Say that we are having relaxation sex mm-hmm. right now. What's going on? What happened? So, describe that. It's not like crazy hanging from the chandeliers or whatever. We don't even have chandeliers, so why do you even say that? We are not. We don't live in a castle. What is this, uh, like 1929 with yeah. flappers on the right. chandelier? Flappers. Anyway... <laughs> Now, that's funny. We're thinking the same thing, and it's oh, yeah. funny. Bacon. Bacon in the breeze. Bacon flappers. <laughs> anyway, Someone needs to make carvings anyway. like bacon flaps. So that re- would be relaxation funny. sex is maybe slower, right? Mm-hmm. It's a it's, bunch of it, different comfortable positions. You think it's of not like, craziness. I think of the, um, like it's sensual. I know that sounds stupid. It's but warm. Again, this, is how we, this is how we increase our sexual vocabulary. We have to say stupid words like sex, sensual. It I'm sounds, not gonna. I'm not gonna label it stupid. Don't labia that word. It's oh not fair. Gosh. You're making all the <laughs> V jokes right now. Uh, Usually it's me. Yeah, um, those are vulva jokes. The vulva's the outside, not the inside, guys. The inside's oh the badge. Anyway, uh, just education, simple education, education. expanding vocabulary. That's but right. yes, when I think of relaxation sex, it is like I'm not trying to put on a production. Basically, I'm not like worried about. And this is a thing women think about. I don't know if men think about this. I don't know if men think. Period. Nope. Just walking <laughs> just boners, joking. that's all. <laughs> just boners with feet. But anyway, uh, <laughs> here I come down the road. But uh, I think of a lot of women think of having to feel, they feel like they have to perform for their husbands. Now, there is a reason for this. In our marriage, 
Seth used to say things like, can I call you out on this a little bit? I don't know what you're going to say. <laughs> uh, he used to say something like, along the lines of like, do you even enjoy this? You're not saying anything or doing anything. Oh, right. And I was like, um, apart from like receiving the boner and le- like, what else am I supposed to do? Right. So that clearly came from maybe porn, maybe past relationships, but all that sparked. No, in, it didn't. Just hold on. Actually, all that sparked in me was put on a production and then I'll be happy. Right. And I was like, oh, pretend. So how we do sex is how we do life, right? So you sometimes are hard to read even out of the bedroom, right? I'm like, do you like the food I just made you? You didn't say thanks. You didn't look at me when I gave it to you. I don't know, right? So that's You're where that so comes from. You're so dramatic. I'm so not there's dramatic. in our Patreon. That's so, where it came okay, from. Okay, here's where you do. Here's what you do. You go to patreon.com forward slash anatomy marriage <sighs> and you become a part of our Patreon group because you will see the behind the scenes. We are having a debate, the great debate, the drama king debate, the drama queen debate. Which one is more dramatic? And yeah. it's always Seth. There has never been Nobody one time you, when you, you have said, made a meal and I went, and didn't look at you, didn't say thank anyway, you. Anyway, we're getting hold on, we're getting off topic. But the point of that story is like, okay, your eyes are closed. I, I don't know. You're like really being still. Do you, you want know, to just stop? Hashtag enjoying myself. Okay. So that's fine. Yes. Yeah, so back to the whole conversation of relaxation sex versus you enjoy yourself. What is not relaxation? You Why'd always you push, push me, me out of the center and it drives me bonkers. So not. Not relaxation sex was mm-hmm. the opposite of relaxation. Tense sex, right? So it's, when I think of relaxation sex, it includes things like it's sensual, it's warm, it's calm, it's soothing. Are it's, you dressed up? Oh, I don't know. If that relaxes me, probably I'd have cozies on. Yeah. If it was anything, it would be like fuzzies, like warm fuzzy jays. I Flannel. remember on, uh, this is an old episode of Sexy Marriage Radio, uh, oh, and, when she talked about the pants? Yeah, the, <laughs> the pants because the lady was always cold and stuff host, like that. The old you know? host. So she had like a hole right where the crotch was, but then like flannel pajamas Fleece on. legging. Which is fine. That's fine. Right. And so, but it's like that where it's like, I'm not cold. I'm not trying to put on a production. What if I had those? <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? Yeah. So uh, what else can you think of? As... Relaxation sex? Yes. Some massages. Mm-hmm. Remember, we got like a candle one time that was, it was, uh, what was it? It was like an oil candle. Like you burn it, but then you they pour gave it, it on yourself so and then it's like massage. I don't think we ever did it. Oil. Did we? Or maybe it was a, just yeah, a candle it just that smelled, smelled nice. nice. I don't so know. We, we have I don't the remember. Candles. But it nice. was, it wasn't like quickie right. sex, which we've hardly ever had quickies, I think. Um, I can't. That's painful. I'm not interested in that at all. Mm-hmm. I have inflammation in the body parts. Of... Uh, it wasn't just um right so well, it's, yeah it's connecting it was, it was, it was it's, chill yeah like it was it was just chill mm-hmm. now the opposite of that is like all right you you know put something fancy on fancy or 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 whatever and then we're like oh it, it's more it's more it's like an energy energetic you know mm-hmm. like there's different energetic in a different places way. there's different Whatever kind of things going on, you know, maybe other stuff going on, items, oral sex. What? What? That? That's not. Oh my gosh! That's a thing. It is not. Okay, that was frustrating. Oral sex 
100% would be a part of relaxation sex. I don't know where that... It could, it, well, it's just, it could you're be frustrating both. me now. Now I'm mad. Don't listen to this episode. Oh, newsflash. Melanie's mad. Great. What else is new? <laughs> How funny. <laughs> uh, so, but again, this whole point of this whole episode is to mm-hmm. expand our sexual vocabulary. And that was one one setting, one way, one idea mm-hmm. that we were... That sparked the expansion of the sexual vocabulary. Now, why does it even matter to expand our sexual vocabulary, do you think? Well, education is power, right? The more we know about something, the more we can go, oh, I like this. That's a thing. Oh, let's try that out. I'm not uncomfortable talking about that. Let's talk about... Or the no- more we know how to communicate something, the more right. likely are we-, we are to experience so it. So let's talk about orgasm, right? I think a woman knows if a guy has an orgasm, right? But a guy doesn't necessarily know if the woman has it. So we can expand our sexual vocabulary by saying, hey, when we have sex, do you have an orgasm? Does it does it feel good to you? What feels good to you? Mm-hmm. Right? And then just a, a real conversation around that. Like, don't talk about that. Oh, well, why not? I right. it, it feels okay. I'll lead I'll lead the conversation. It feels good to me when this and this and this. What feels good to you? Right. Right. So you can even just start the conversation by what feels good to you. That can lead to like, do you have an orgasm? Some I mean, we've had emails like, yeah, I haven't had an orgasm in like two years. Mm-hmm. Or usually it's the woman, right? Mm-hmm. But opening our minds and vocabulary around stuff like that, which can lead to other conversations. Mm-hmm. Right. Which in in essence, it just brings clarity, which is all you're after, right? Because if one of you is not, if the spouse, the wife isn't having orgasms, but the man never thinks to ask, but he kind of thinks about it, but he doesn't know because he's afraid to say it, mm. and then she's not happy, and then they never talk about it. Like, it's all just fear. It's all just, well, I'm afraid to say that word. Right. Uh, the, the, I think we've, we've talked about this before, but sometimes I would be afraid to ask, although we kind of both knew it's new what but it, what's the it? But like it say that if you weren't having an orgasm or something like i'd be like i don't want to ask because if i say it then i know her answer then we'll be like oh like the thing we're talking about that we don't want to talk about is just right there in front of us now oh now i've like opened up a can of worms i should have just said nothing and let's just you know had a weird awkward dance mm-hmm. kind of thing you know what i'm saying so it's like what's the solution there vocabularily related i, I think some being brave and vulnerable enough to talk about it, mm-hmm. right? And if and so if I was really wise and I was thinking about this and I had both our best interests in mind and I know that you had a hard time talking about it, I would really try to talk about it in the most calm, collected, respectful way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As possible. Right. So, and maybe things like, you know, I, I can imagine that this makes you uncomfortable but it's something I want to talk about so we can both grow in connection and pleasure, mm-hmm. not just like, hey, I'm horny. Let's, you know, talk about boners and, you know, whatever. It's not like that. Right. And I think that a great tip, too, there's a couple almost just like skill sets around talking about these things. One is do not talk about this stuff. Mostly if you're going to talk about something that's deficit, don't talk about it right before you want to have sex. Right. Don't be like, oh, I'm feeling a little randy like. What are you, British? That's fun. I keep thinking of that Austin Powers, like, does this make you horny, baby? I don't know why. <laughs> and then I think, does he say Randy, like, all uh, the time? Probably. But anyway, um, that idea is, like, 
if you're going to say, oh, I actually don't like this thing, mm -hmm. don't do that before you want to have sex. It'll make your partner upset potentially, right? You have more of a chance of ruining a potential good moment, but that doesn't mean you can't communicate it. So instead of saying, I don't like this thing, say, hey, how about we do this other thing instead, which does require expanding your vocabulary, right? I find that we talk, what? Yes. What is wrong with you? And there's some, like... Nine times out of ten, I want to say like five things, and okay, I say one and a half, and you cut me off, and it feels like you're just taking a boat and going, like you're changing the topic every time. So vote now, guys. Anyway, what were you gonna say? Um, now I've forgotten. So can I talk now? Sure. <laughs> you're gonna anyway. I find that it has it's easier to talk about sexual things while we're actually having sex. Oh yeah, that was that was actually another thing I was gonna say. So there's T different the different times of talking about this one is don't talk about a deficit thing before because it will probably turn one of you off right um or oh, i hate it when you do that thing want to have sex i know yeah no uh but that was the other thing i was gonna say mm -hmm. is that you can begin to communicate these things actually during sex but again not deficit focus say oh i love that thing i love that do more of that or move this way do more of that that feels really good mm -hmm. The second sort of added bonus to that is that you're actually in that state of mind, so it's easier to talk about those things, right? You're turned mm -hmm. on. You are engaged in it. You want to talk about those things. You Versus, like, if you were to talk about, which you always make fun of me for, when I am not in the mood for sex, I do not want to talk about sex. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. Well, whose fault I don't, is that? I didn't say it was anyone's fault. It's just how I am. I know. Let's expand your vocabulary. Oh gosh, are you going to, I'm going to punch you with this. I don't care. Look. <laughs> Stop. This is how it feels. Stop it. I love you. You're the worst. <laughs> anyway, you're not. You're the best. Uh, so that's what I'm saying is that for me, I will talk about it when I'm in the mood. Right. Happily. And, and it will be a very productive conversation. But if you try to talk to about talk to me about that stuff when I'm not in the mood, it shuts me down. It's, and I find it really unattractive. Oh. So why um is that a growth area for you or is this like no no I'm asking I'm like the therapist kind of curious part of me is so, like hey tell me tell me why you can't talk about sex when we're I not having sex I have a podcast called Anatomy of Sex I can obviously talk about it when we're not having it I have grown even Dr Tina Shermer Sellers told me I had grown don't even with the looks at the camera so that's the thing that bothers me I do talk about it. But I am trying to communicate to you mm -hmm. when you talk to me about sex and I am not in the mood for sex, it is unattractive. Mm -hmm. When you talk to me about sex, when we are having sex, that's great. Let's keep doing that. It is a turn. It's an accelerator for me. But it is a complete break mm -hmm. when we're not having sex. It's, uh, so many women I know talk about that same thing too. What if the husband had a sex-related question that was possibly conflictual you know what i'm saying no it's like, what does that mean like uh uh let's see what well i can't mean? i can't Not think possibly of a, conflictual like if if I, if I had uh hmm it's it's like uh i'm not gonna talk about like while we're having sex uh oh man i i can't think of it right now but i'm not gonna talk about and i don't even have one so how are you bringing value to people right now? Okay, sorry. <laughs> so talk about sex when you're having sex. 
Yes. Bring new ideas up around sex while you're having sex. But be very careful with that. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes, a lot of times, if someone's like, hey, I want to try this thing, the first thought of their partner is, where'd you see that? Mm -hmm. Right? So be careful. Just be careful about it, Mm -hmm. is all I'm saying. I would say it's more like, in the, it's present moment stuff like, oh, that thing you're doing right now feels good. Let's mm-hmm. do more of that. Or mm-hmm. does this feel good to you? Not, hey, let's try this thing I saw in porn. Not that, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, okay. Don't don't say that. But if you wanted to try something new, obviously, so you saw it somewhere. It didn't just poof in your mind. Can you say something like that while you're having sex and it not be a turnoff? Maybe. I think it, a lot of it is in the delivery. It's just, mm-hmm. hey, I think it would be really fun to do this. Mm. Like, I would love to do this thing with you. What Should we try this? But not like, I think, I I don't know. There's It's just delicate. There's mm-hmm. no two ways about it. It's a delicate conversation right. to have. Um, and it's definitely not something that I'm going to have outside of the bedroom with mm-hmm. you. And I don't, right or wrong almost doesn't even matter in this case, mm-hmm. right? Like, it doesn't matter if it's right or wrong. If I don't like to talk about things outside of the bedroom, it just is. It just is. And so many women are that way. And I th- mm-hmm. it's like a protective mechanism. It's a, if I talk about this right now, is he going to want to touch me? It's this like, ah, it's this protective, oh, like, mm-hmm. if I say something, he's going to interpret that as he's now he's turned on. And now it becomes my responsibility to manage his boner. And I'm not interested in that. Right. So there's a whole world of that stuff that I think most guys don't, aren't aware of. Um, because if you're a, what is it, spontaneous resp- um, spontaneous arousal. desire, spontaneous arousal, arousal thing that, um, what's her name, talks about mm-hmm. in Come As You Nagoski. Are, Emily Nagoski talks mm-hmm. about spontaneous arousal people will just be aroused out of know this walking down the street and be like, oh, sex sounds great. Right. And there was no like thing that initiated it, just popped into mm-hmm. their head. A res- uh, What's the other one? Spontaneous or response? Response. 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 Spontaneous or not spontaneous. Responsive. <laughs> like know. you responding to your something. Like you're walking right. down the street, you see someone kissing someone else, and you go, "Oh, we need to wait a minute. Mm-hmm. That does. That oh, might sex not be sounds good later. Right. Kind of thing. So it's right. like a. There's two different sort mm-hmm. of ways that we're wired, and I I think the guys will go along with this. Uh, oftentimes. Guys are like, hey, I'm just glad to be having sex. I'm not going to say anything. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a fear of, oh, if I say that wrong or do this wrong, then she'll like want to stop kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, uh, guys, if that resonates with you, like seriously, write in. I want to know more about it. I've definitely thought that way before. Like, well, I'm not going to say this. Or like, ah, this is uncomfortable, but we're doing it, so I don't care. You know, it's like because one chance I get, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, it's not, I just think it's not that, that, that way I think anymore, in that regard, like you could grow even just the ability to say, hey, move to the side, move that way, sit a different direction. I mean, if it's like a matter of how we're sitting, mm-hmm. connecting, mm-hmm. like what our bodies are doing, then mm-hmm. just say, hey, can you tilt more forward? I mean, that's a, yeah. literally a thing. Yeah. And so why would you not just say that? Yeah, I'm just thinking of like a Jerry Seinfeld and Answered George Costanza the question, bit. Why wouldn't you? Why say would it? I not say that? Uh, I don't know. To not like ruin the moment, kind of thing. How could you say it without ruining the moment? And in, in like a life giving. Hey, that good feels way. good. Let's let me scoot over a little bit. Or, or it let feels me... better if you lean forward. Or ah, something like it feels right. really good if you lean forward versus right. "ow, that hurts." Don't do that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's again that's expanding your vocabulary. It doesn't mean. We're not when you're talking about growing your sexual vocabulary, it does not mean 
um, learn more words <laughs> related to sex. It, it means how do we talk about these things mm -hmm. in a way that really does help both of us have a better sexual experience all the time, every time, because yeah. that's what we both want, yeah. right? Um, and it, it does take a lot of courage and bravery and, um, what would the word be? Like, not planning necessarily, but like forethought. Like, mm -hmm. you have to really think, like, if I how I say this is going to make a big difference mm -hmm. in the next 30 minutes, hour, 10 years of my life. Mm -hmm. And if I can say this, whether that's requesting better sex, requesting deeper connection, requesting more passion, requesting more relaxation sex, whatever it is, mm -hmm. or it's learning how to communicate the changes or additions or um, tweaks that would make the current stuff better. Right. right? So if, if couples were like doing it in the same position all the time, mm -hmm. that's all they do. You know, it's mm -hmm. like, oh, well, we just missionary or who knows what. Right which I don't even know what it is. Uh, I think I do. Um, it's like, hey, let's let's try this position. Or... What do you think the missionary position is? Is it you laying down and me on top of you? Why is it missionary? That doesn't make sense. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> suggesting different positions or trying, hey... Let's try a bunch of different positions because they all feel different and that mm -hmm. might stimulate you differently. It mm -hmm. might feel better for me. There might be deeper penetration or there might be less and though so that wouldn't hurt or there's all kinds of things you can do. Just be brave around it and be a little bit vulnerable. Uh, and also, this all circles back to connection and pleasure. There can be positions where, hey, I feel more connected with you mm -hmm. if we're face-to-face. You know, rather than not face to face. Sure, that one's good. That feels good. But maybe we can do that one and then come back to this one and mm -hmm. both orgasm at the right. same time. And even communicating that to your spouse is valuable. Like saying, I feel more connection when we're looking each other in the eyes or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Uh, and you communicating that, being able to say those mm -hmm. words out loud will then help your partner feel more valued and loved, right? right. Like there's a great serendipitous exchange that's right as you will it's like oh he feels more connected when we're missionary i had no idea i like feeling connected with my husband so mm -hmm. i'll do it that way or whatever into the mission field <laughs> into the mission field is that what i don't know just yeah saying. i don't even know uh actually yeah that makes me think about there are things that make me feel more connected mm -hmm. and just relaxed rather than I mean, let's face it. Sometimes some sex positions are hard. You feel like you're doing a freaking push-up and sit-ups for like 20 minutes straight. You're like, I'm getting a workout here. Yeah, that's good. That's my secret plan. <laughs> Trying to make you weight loss plan. Make you get ripped. No, say that way, Seth. Hey, okay. Harder, I'll, longer, go. I'll I'll <laughs> Your Se Oh no, your secret plan is foiled. Sh bed shredding. Oh, great. Great. <laughs> here I, I have to do it now. Bed shredding. That's our new workout plan. Get shredded in bed. Shredded in bed. Anyway, right. uh, so yes, that is, mm -hmm. I think it's important. Again, the more we can talk about these things in a way that is life-giving, loving, caring, respectful, mm -hmm. thoughtful, all of the things like biopsychosocially, spiritually, yes. connecting, the better we can have, the better sex we can have, the better relationships we can have. But mm -hmm. first we have to expand our vocabulary or be able to say these words right not be terrified of them not mm -hmm. be um silent 
right? That's a common thing. People don't say anything. I want you, I want people to think about right now as they're listening. Okay, with all the positions that I've done with my spouse, what have actually been the most connecting and the most pleasurable? Right, and don't because sometimes there can be there can be like, oh, this position is more connecting, Mm -hmm. but that other one, man, that brings it. So it's more pleasurable, right? Mm -hmm. Which is fine. Um, Right, and I was say think of it on different levels. Like what one made me feel like I was connecting like spirit to spirit almost, which sounds weird, but you know what mm-hmm. I mean. And then what one is just like, oh, that feels good on the wang, right? Or the V. Like the D feels amazed here. <laughs> amazed. Amazed. <laughs> uh, but you get what I'm saying, right? right. Uh, the, Think of it on, mm-hmm. in, with complexity. Allow there to be more complexity in the, the communication of these things, in thinking about them before you communicate them in how you communicate them. Like, this is a complex process, and we need to honor that. So that's right. why we ha- we can't just say, like, the like we talked about earlier, like, if you just say, hey, can we do this? Like, it's going to, you're not honoring that your spouse is complex, and they might be like, did you see that in porn? Like, I don't like how that felt, mm-hmm. right? Be more complex in your communication. That doesn't mm-hmm. make, that doesn't mean it's got to be, like, super challenging. It just means you got to think, like, for two seconds before you say a word. Right. <laughs> Get you stopping thinking. Yeah, I, I yeah. Well, how much time do we have? I don't know. <laughs> few minutes. Uh, oh yeah, I guess literally a few minutes. So no, I'll I'll hold that one. That's uh, I think it's a good thought. But I do want you guys when you're listening, actually think about the times when you have been having the sex, the in and outs. Uh, what is most connecting? What position is most pleasurable? They don't have to be the same, but I want you to think about that mm-hmm. and tell your spouse like. Hey, when you were right in that on me, behind me, who knows what, on top, whatever, man, that felt so mm-hmm. freaking good. And also expand your vocabulary per like emotional range. You don't always want the same kind of sex, right? What is, That's a tell problem. me more about that. So like if I'm feeling sad, I might still want sex, but it's going to be very different than if I just got a huge job promotion or my book deal signed, right? It might be different. Like it, it will be different. There's no might about it, right? Mm-hmm. So we have to think again. It's about adding in the complexity of the sexual relationship and not just being like, yep, all sex should be the same all the time, no matter what, because mm-hmm. it shouldn't be. And when it is, we feel very unfulfilled because we are complicated people. We Do have you eat emotional. the same thing for dinner every single night at the same restaurant every night? No. And if I'm going on a fancy date, I go and get steak or Indian food, which I don't eat every single day, mm-hmm. right? Because it's expensive. <sighs> Should I have Indian food tonight? Yeah. I got the taste. But you see what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. allow for complexity. Okay. We love you guys. We hope that you've enjoyed this. If you want more stuff like this, go to patreon.com forward slash anatomy of marriage and join our Patreon crew. And All if right. you're already a Patreon, we love you. Air five. All right. See you All later. Right. Bye, guys. Bye.